1: Welcome to Success Excludes Clues Podcast, where I find regular people doing extraordinary and phenomenal things in corporate America and entrepreneurship. And of course, I'm your host, Dr. K. I have with me today, Oceana Howard, the founder and CEO of Imperial Impressions. You've probably seen it all over the internet. It's a, yep, just like that on the hoodie. It is athletic wear that is absolutely killing it and going viral, makes you feel good, makes you look good. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: Hey, what's up, Kev? Um, thanks for having me on your show. You know i saying? Uh, congratulations to you, too, on the podcast. Like, I see nice. you doing big things, and that's so dope. So, you know what? Congratulations to you, too. Um, like you said, my name is Oceana. I've been in the military for 12 years, going on 13 um, this summer. Um, fitness, and pa- fitness and fashion have always been my passion for, like, the last 10 years. So, I decided to give something tangible to the world, and I came out with my own athleisure brand. Um, pretty much 90% of the time I'm wearing clothes like this, unless I'm actually going out somewhere, you know, but it's just comfortable. It's just everyday wear that you can wear. It's stylish, um, chic, you know, and durable. So when you hit those hard workouts inside the gym.
1: So you you mentioned something, athleisure. I've never heard that term. Yeah.
2: Athleisure. Right. So it's like, Athletic, but still uh, leisure wear at the same time. So when you want to grow out and do your um, your shopping, your grocery shopping or go to the mall or whatever, just chill around the house or whatever, you know, you can still do that in your imperial gear.
1: All right. And how long has your brand been around?
2: July 16th is when we officially launched and I came out with apparel for the women first, you know, ladies first. I came out with them. And then November 20th is when I came out with the um, the men's collection.
1: What is it? What has it been like, you know, starting a brand, the uh, creativity that goes into it, uh, finding the right materials? What is it
2: like just getting started? It's a lot. It's really a lot, especially if you want your brand to be like uh, to be quality. Right. So everything that I have my name or that I'm associated with, I like for it to be quality. So. From like concept to like launch, it was, it's it's a lot. And it still is like you learn so many things along the way, you know, especially if this is your first business or your first time even um, doing any type of business. It's a lot. So uh, all the research that I had to do, literally I was on YouTube and Google and basically YouTube and Google University is what got me through uh, everything. And I'm still learning things along the way, especially with like content designing and stuff like that. And how to market more. It's a lot that goes behind the scenes that people just don't see.
1: Absolutely. Um, and entrepreneur can be a struggle. A lot of times you don't really have somebody to guide you. And like I talked to you about before, the, the purpose yeah. of this podcast is kind of to provide people with you know, some of those clues, obstacles they can avoid and things like that. And who, who's helping you along the way with your clothing brand, if anybody?
2: Um, well, really like all the finances and stuff like that and, um, the designs and inventory, it's really me. It's really me. Now I do have family members and um, close friends that I rely on for like their opinions and stuff like that. I say, Hey, well, you know, what do you think about this certain fabric or this certain design? You know, give me your, give me your input on that part. Then, yeah, that's when I bring them in and they may say yay or nay to a certain um, a certain design that I'm thinking about or that I have in mind. But I, and I do have like my mom, and my grandma, um, and other people who, like, they actually gave, gave me some of the um, the flyers and the, the mailers, the mailers and stuff like that. And my grandma, she brought me an entire desk, so for my office, like an entire desk. Yeah, you know, yeah. she just sit around and she just shop on like Walmart and stuff like that. So. I do have people, you know, who's able to help me and stuff like that, but solely for the bulk of it, it's really just me at the time. And I don't mind that because I'm still at the learning stage, Mm -hmm. you know, but as I branch out and Imperial Impression grows, then I know that I have to like potentially hire people to help.
1: Yeah. People sometimes look at entrepreneurship and they they see the amount of work that you have to put in by yourself as a solopreneur, right? But- the good thing about that is, as you grow and expand and become a larger corporation, you're gonna know all the ins and outs and how to make this thing work, right? You know everything from uh, logistics to fashion design to uh, pricing your stuff at the right right price point and yes. your marketing. So it may seem tough right now, but I know it's gonna pay off. You know, huge for you,
2: man. Yes, and then you know, like even um, for my website, I did not know that designing a website was that tough. I didn't. So this whole entire time, like well, before I launched, I was sitting here trying to YouTube and design a website. And I just hit the group chat with my friends one day. And I was like, y'all wouldn't understand how hard it is trying to design a website. And then one of my close friends was like, Hey, you know, my girlfriend um does web pages, right? Yeah. I was like, What? This whole entire time I've been struggling trying to design a page and your girlfriend does it. So she actually, her name is Maureen, but she actually takes care of my website for me. But it's a lot like the intricate details you just wouldn't know unless you actually uh get into it, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: It's 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 good also to tap into the resources of your network. Yeah. Yes, you gotta find those people. Yes. <laughs> but this isn't all you do. You also said um you're in the army still. Thank you for your service.
2: Thank you for your service, veterans. Yeah,
1: you're welcome. But but you don't only um, you know, not to not not to say that any job is more important than others but you aren't only a leader but you're a leader amongst leaders and that says a whole lot about you
2: yeah thank you thank you thank you yeah i've been um so it's like i said i hit i hit 13 years in um in june of this year so my job is hr so that's human resources in 42 alpha for those who know what that is um and just three years ago i actually jumped ship and now i'm a warrant officer and I, I decided to go the one officer route and stick to um, human resources because I literally do love what I do, like helping helping customers. You know, um, the satisfaction that I receive from helping someone—it's just like that's just—it just does something for me. So I decided to stay HR. But yeah, thirteen years in the game, and I love it. It has its ups and its downs, as of you know, as do any other job. But for the most part, I'm still here.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. How do you think that that career and that experience helps benefit you and propel you in your business?
2: Um, So it definitely does financially. So um, basically, I was able to use uh, that money as as like I didn't have any loans or any grants or anything like that. Um, So I basically used my money to start to fund my business and I'm still using my money to fund my business. Um, It's growing now. So now it's just solely like the business money. But that was the financial aspect of what the army has done for my for my business. And then it's, it's taught me patience as well. You know, in the military, it's a hurry up and wait game. I think everybody knows that. So it's definitely taught me patience along the way with my business um, and definitely just outsourcing to different people. Like the military is such a, a such a melting pot. Like if you just take the time to talk to people, you know, you might come across someone who can actually help you. Um, there are certain passions that they do can coincide with what you do. You know what I'm saying? So it's just getting out there and talking to people as well. They may be able to help you. You never know.
1: Yeah, um, It's important that you talk about how you got your seed money. And a lot of people in today's age are all talking about, you know, you got to be an entrepreneur or they got to be some kind of um, social media influencer and things like that. And it's almost, it's almost knocking having a job or having what they call a nine to five. Right. Yeah. But myself and you have both started businesses with the seed money from your nine to five. And I think that's important. We have to realize that you're not only getting, um, you know, experience and expertise from that corporate or military setting, but it's also your partner in business and it's fueling your dream.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Um, A lot of people have asked me, too. They were just like, um, you know, um, how can you have how can you work on your business and still work, have a nine to five? Now, mind you, it isn't easy. You know what I'm saying? But you have to make time for what you want. You have to make time. Um, I, I'm, I'm very restless sometimes throughout the day, you know, but if it's your passion and, you're, and you want to work on it and you want to actually see it through to success, then you're going to find time to do it. Um, but basically, like you say, yeah, this actually funded my business. And as I grow and I grow, I don't want to just throw away 13 years in the service. Like I really do want to make it to that 20 because that'd be another check that I can just sit and relax with, you know? So I definitely want to finish out my 20 because that's what I started in. Um, But as my business grows too, you you never know. Like maybe um, Imperial Impression will pay more than my actual army job does right now, you know? So, hey, I'm in both of them. (laughs)
1: But there's no reason why you can't do both. Right.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so um, you talk about the, the amount of hours in a day and a lot of people talk about how they are, you know, stressed or overwhelmed and they, they can't see quite how you can work a nine to five and run your business. How do you manage the time and the tasks and everything you have going?
2: Um, A calendar, Cal- multiple okay. calendars, All right. <laughs> multiple calendars, multiple reminders on my phone. Um, and that's pretty much how I get through it. And just discipline, discipline is a big one too, which the military has taught me discipline is a big one. So honestly, um, I'm a personal trainer on top of that. So in the morning I train, I have clients that I have to train. And then from nine to five, I go to work and I'm I'm doing my HR job. And then after that, I still have more clients to train. And then I got to train myself because I'm also inside of a competition. So I'm training me. And then I go home to work on the business. So a calendar and a planner and reminders on my phone, if I have those certain things set in place, then I actually, you know, I'm, I'm able to meet those deadlines. And they're just reminders on when I need to work on that business. But, yeah, definitely when I come home is when I solely just dedicate all my time to my business. And then, you know, there's still time for family. Like you have to talk to your family, um, you know, some, at, at night sometimes, make sure they're good. So it's definitely a lot. but And the good thing is my friends and my family understand that I am busy, busier now. Okay. So they understand if I don't talk to them every day. But like you said, it's just discipline. And those those calendar reminders help a lot.
1: But you slipped something else in there. So I didn't know you was a personal trainer.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Tell me a bit
1: about your uh, personal training and what that is uh, for and what it entails.
2: So I got certified back in um, 2017 when I used to live in D.C., Um, someone actually told me about it and then I was like, Hmm, you know what? I really do love training anyway. So why not go ahead and get certified for it and start actually training, um, you know, legitimately. So that's when I started there. Um, I built up a big clientele and stuff like that. So then I moved down here to Georgia where I currently am now and I just kept doing it, kept running with it. So now I have a bigger clientele and it's just honestly something that I love. So it doesn't even feel like an extra side job or feel like work. Because when we get when we get there, and I'm actually training the clients, it's we're like a, a family, you know. We're all just in the gym having a good time, but they're seeing results. I'm seeing the results for them, and it's actually like a therapeutic session, if you will. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, everything
1: dope. seems to tie into you know this athleisure wear, this personal training, and things. Would you say that that's your passion or? is it just something that you're doing at the moment and you have a different passion? What's, what drives mm-hmm.
2: you? So it's definitely my passion, but you know, what's crazy is um, it didn't start off being my passion. So my passion started off being uh fashion. So like way back in high school, I used to do like a couple of fashion shows and then um, my early, my early stages of my military career, I met up with somebody in um Um, I used to do like fashion shows and stuff like that, like locally, like local fashion shows. So my passion actually started out being fashion. Um, I guess from my height back in high school, you know, I couldn't play basketball. Don't ask me to play basketball. (laughs) (laughs) But I can definitely, you know, model and stuff like that. Right. So that was my first passion. And then it wasn't until 2010 when I got deployed to Iraq and I was on night shift. I was just like, you know, just sitting around and stuff like that, just on night shift. And there was like a group of people started going to the gym at night. And they actually invited me out with them to start going to the gym. Okay. And that's really when I honed in on um, on fitness because I started seeing the results. I started seeing the, the community, you know what I'm saying? Like the people that go to the gym, like they're really a family. Yeah. Um, and I just fell in love with the results, the training of it. And it's, you have to keep going. Like fitness is so big. You know, some people are out there training the wrong way. Some people are out there doing the wrong movements. So you just got to continue your CEs, you know, your your education. And so I put the two passions together, basically. Right. Fitness and fashion. I put the two passions together. And that's how I came with um, athleisure apparel called Imperial Impression.
1: Wow. So um, where where are you from originally?
2: I'm from Charleston, South Carolina.
1: Okay, All right. Yeah. yeah. What was it like growing up in, in Charleston?
2: Ooh, what was it like growing up in Charleston? It was not. It was. It was not that bad. Um, I lived. I'm from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. So if anybody knows where that is, okay. Um, We lived on a on a the the road was like a family road, so it was nothing but like family back there. Right, we had our own road. Um, We wasn't like super super rich, but we wasn't poor. It was like a middle class family, you know, regular middle class family and stuff like that. My parents always provided for us, Um, even if they didn't have it, they found a way. You know, straight hustles. They found a way. So I guess that's kind of like how I got it instilled in me as well. But um, life was good growing up. Um, we went to public schools all throughout and stuff like that. Uh, it and was, it was good. It was decent. But I just know that I didn't want to. I wanted to see the world from a young age. Right.
1: Well, so yeah.
2: I think that's also why I joined the military is because I understood that, you know, every so often you will move and you will meet people and stuff like that. And I just got hooked from it. It was exciting. And plus for school. But, yeah, I just didn't want to stay in South Carolina. I wanted to be able to move around.
1: How often do you do you travel now so um, your- for
2: leisure? Well, you know. That crazy COVID put a stop to a whole bunch of stuff.
1: Right, yeah. Right? (laughs) Blocking
2: us. (laughs) Shoot, can't even travel to the grocery store for real if I wanted to without, you know, maybe catching that. Yeah. But honestly, um, if that wasn't in place, I would be traveling maybe like three times a year um, out the country somewhere or within the States, you know, just seeing what is is all out there. Like, it's a whole world out there and I literally want to go and see it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. One thing I noticed from... Not only traveling, but from the military and things like that, I think I, I see a common thread with people who travel and they do get to see, like you said, a whole world out there. They're they're more versatile, right? Yeah. People who have been born and raised in, in one city, I think it's a life hack to actually leave your hometown for a while and, you know, get the experiences from other cultures, even if it's still within the United States. Yeah. Like you said, D.C. is a whole different culture than oh, yeah. in Atlanta or, you know. Somewhere oh, yeah. So, I mean, you get to experience how different people interact, how different people talk, how they think. Mm-hmm. And it really opens you up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are. You write about that. Like living in D.C., D.C. is amazing. It's a lot of black entrepreneurship out there. Like, that's really what they preach. You know, every every everywhere you go around the corner, they have some type of event that is applauding, you know, entrepreneurship um, and minorities and stuff like that. So I absolutely love D.C. I can say that was one of my best um, one of my best duty stations out there.
1: How long were you there?
2: I was there for three years. So 16 to 19. All right. Yeah.
1: I notice a, a lot of what drives you and, and kind of puts a smile on your face is when you talk about family and community yeah. and that's what Imperial Impression is all about. Mm-hmm. It, you're saying like, okay, well, growing up in Charleston, I had a lot of family, a lot of community. And then when you got into, um, even though you were deployed and that's a tough situation, you know, yeah. I, I understand that, but being at the gym gave you a sense of community and said those people really stick together and they really interact differently.
2: Yeah. And
1: and now you're taking that on to not only your personal training, uh, you know, business, but also to your clothing business. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like a whole lot is built around Imperial impression. And I, I believe your customers are going to feel that and they're going to appreciate that, yeah. that family aspect of the brand.
2: Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Like, that's what it's all about. You, you hit it on the head. Like I couldn't even have said it better. Like, that's it. Honestly, that's it. Like um, I literally was by myself uh, at night talking about when I was deployed, you know, and okay. I think back then, I don't know, maybe I was 20, 21, something like that. So it was very young wow. to be deployed mm-hmm. to Iraq. You know what I'm saying? Never have been anywhere before other than that. Right. So it was these group of people, man, that just, I guess they saw that and they felt that. And it was like, hey, let, let's let's bring her in, you know? So ever since then, um, I've just fell in love with the gym and then like the community that, that comes with it. So yeah, that's true. And then for my customers and my clientele and stuff like that, I just want them to know that, you know, it, it is a family. I want it to feel very family oriented. Even the type of environment that I foster at work, I want us to be a close-knit family, you know? The military can be so cold at, at times. So I just want us to all, you know, be able to come to each other for anything, talk to us, And of course, get work done.
1: And of course, get work.
2: And of course, get work done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's important. Especially if you're driving a business, that's an important aspect. Can't have fun all the time.
2: right? No, we got to get the work done first, baby. And then we can play.
1: (laughs) But um, work working out is um, a lot about discipline, too. And you're talking about Mm -hmm. getting the work done with with myself. I don't work out nearly as much as when I was in, in the military. I mean, it was kind of forced on you. And then, like you said, I had a lot of friends and stuff. It was a challenge. It was like, okay, how far are we gonna run today? How much are we gonna work out today? So, but now I'm on my own, and um it's So not you're as on fun. your own,
2: so you're not hitting the gym like that, is what I'm no. hearing. Huh? So you on your own, so you don't even go to the gym like that. That's what you're saying.
1: No, not at all. I got a Peloton, so I'll ride the Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lazy with it now. <laughs>
2: Hey, you know what? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. You still on the Peloton and you're getting it in. So, I mean, you're good. Yeah.
1: How how do you um, give people the motivation or, or that discipline? How do they get that or how can they improve that?
2: Um, So, you know, honestly, like I have to uh, look from within and pull the discipline out of myself, too, because everybody you have to learn that everybody does not have your mentality. You know, everybody does not have your energy. Everybody does not have your motivation. So how are you going to be able to give that to them? Right. So I just make sure that I um, present that when I'm training my clients and they saying, OK, well, if she's doing it. You know, she's giving me the energy. Then I want to follow suit. You know, I want to emulate that. So that's when I just I just build from within. So I just make sure I'm presenting that to them. I'm giving them my full energy. And then hopefully, you know, say in return, which they do for the most part, if they're not extremely tired from what I put right. them through. Then they, they give me that same energy back. It's, it's reciprocated. Energy. And then honestly, when, you know, once once those results start coming in and you start seeing them, that's just yeah. extra motivation for them to keep going.
1: So you made a lot of good points. One is seeing results. So once you have some some tangible victories, right, it gives you something that motivates you and it lets you know that success is possible. Yeah. But how do you keep that energy and that that high level of intensity when you're not seeing the results yet?
2: that's when you got to drink that bucket of discipline that's (laughs) when the discipline comes in at you know because if you're not going to see you're not going to receive results right away you won't and of course like you see yourself every day so you may see results later than someone else will see the results on you you know so you just have to be disciplined it it really does take a lot to be disciplined to get up and want to go to the gym even when you do not want to do it when you have a headache you know, when you have body aches, when you had a hard day at work, you just do not feel like it, you have to be disciplined enough to still go. So discipline plays a big factor. Yeah.
1: You you pour into a lot of people. You talk about your, your personal training, and you said you give them that energy and that motivation.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: where do, where do you muster it up from? How do you get it?
2: Um, again, it's just uh the built up discipline that I have, but also when I don't, when I honestly feel like I don't want to go, it's still a discipline, but um, it's just because I know the results will come. Right. I know the results will come. I believe in my work and I know it's effective. So I'm just like, Hey, just, just continue to go. Just keep going, keep going. Like if you stop, um, you know, you're going to be further away from the finish line than what you were. Okay. Right. So it's just yep. it's just like it's cheap, like N- Nipsey said, you know, it's a marathon.
1: Like right? it's not a sprint. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. And it's the same mentality with your business.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's
1: like a lot of people can see that they're putting in the hard work and it feels like they're doing the right things or the things that their coach or mentor has told them to do, but they're just not seeing the results. Yeah. And if if they take the same mentality that you're talking about and just persevere and push through it. The success is going to come. The results are going to come. Yeah. You just got to stay consistent. You just mm-hmm. got to stay in the game and it's inevitable.
2: Yeah. And you know what? It's just about um, being resilient, like you said, and furthering your education, you know, just this furthering education. Like, I'm not even, I'm not going to lie. So when I, after I launched July 16th and I launched my, um the, the women collection, right? Mm-hmm. Um, The pair for them. I, I knew that you have to have you have to have plans. You have to have steps in order. So it's just like, okay, Oceana, you launched the, the, the woman collection. What's next? Okay, launch the men's collection. What's next? How are you marketing? What's next? What's your next move? You know? So it's like the same thing with the with the gym in, in, in a sense. So you worked out today. What are you working out tomorrow? What's next? Or what's your next goal? You know, what is your, yeah. what's next? So you have to keep upping your scale, keep, um, Keep outsourcing to different people. Keep uh, reading. You have to you have to keep that knowledge going. You just cannot stay consistent or complacent. I mean, I'm sorry. But yeah, just keep going.
1: Yeah. What do you do in your in your circle or in your community that helps motivate that side of you, not only the athletic side or the fitness side? You, so you actually what family. I do is I
2: have these things um, hosted at my house. I call them wind down Wednesdays. Okay, so when I was in d c wind down Wednesdays was basically like, you know, I invite the friends over, and uh, we of course, drink our wine and I may make some like some food and stuff like that. And it was just a break for us to just come together and socialize. You know that's what wind down Wednesdays was when i when in d c when I was started hosting it. Mm-hmm. Now that I have a business, I wanted to tailor my wind down Wednesdays towards entrepreneurship. So myself and other people that come to these wind down Wednesdays are other business um business owners, and basically it is a accountability meeting. So that's what it is, Ooh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we hold each other accountable, and of course, again, we're socializing and stuff like that. We might have light drinks and, and you know light snacks, but it's basically a meeting that that I, that we hold that I host, right? And it's basically saying, okay, what have you done in your business thus far? What are you about to do? Right. Do you feel complacent? Are you are you are you on the move? Are you on track? What's your next move? So it's a yeah. big accountability uh party, is what I call it. Yeah.
1: it it's, yeah. It's good to have somebody that can hold you accountable because we always can't, you know, press or or uplift ourselves. It's yeah. like the old saying, iron sharpens iron, right? So yeah, if you're around the right people.
2: It just motivates you to keep going, right? Because yeah. You can be in your own lane and you could be thinking, okay, I'm moving fast, I'm moving slow, I'm moving fast, I'm not moving at all. But if you have other people that's that's near you and they're moving too, you'll stay on track. You'll mentally stay on track and you'll be like, okay, I see them moving. They're on the path with me. Let me keep going too. You know, you won't feel like an outsider, like you're doing this all alone.
1: Yeah. I, I remember in the in the military, um, we would do those formation runs. Right. <laughs> And there's there's nothing there's nothing more embarrassing in a formation run than falling out. Yeah. And so those are, you know, in that run, those are your accountability partners, right? You got somebody that would just you're looking to your left or in front of you, and you're like, look, I'm not about to fall out. I'm I'm not about about to let let this guy beat me.
2: Nah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm I'm not about to fall out. Keep going. Let's keep going.
1: Yeah, so that yeah. that works well with your wind down Wednesdays. Look, I'm in I'm in Richmond. I know we got to do this virtual thing right now, but if you're here, I want to I want to do it, or if I can come to Georgia, I'd love to be a part of the wind hey, down. Say Wednesday.
2: no more. Yeah, definitely. I have an invitation to you. You got an invitation down here for real.
1: Great. I appreciate it. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: The um. Outside of that and all your all your discipline and stuff, is there anything else you want to let the people know about yourself or the brand?
2: Um, so for the brand, um, I'm working on the next um the next release for the women collection. Yeah. So I I tend to drop um quarterly. Right now, I'm dropping quarterly. Right for the for the the year of 2022, I'm dro- I'm going to have quarterly drops. Um, so I'm working on the females right now, and then after that, we have the swimsuits coming for you know swim for the men and and the ladies so that's coming right before summer Ooh, so that's right, what they right can look time. forward to yeah and other than that um if you if anybody needs any tips or anything on how to start a business um class 25 apparel business anything like if you need anything any anything just email me or um Send my page, my business page, a DM, and I'll be more than willing to help you because I understand and I know how hard it is or how hard it could be sometimes with starting. Um, So, yeah, I'm an open book. If I have the answer or if I'm able to find it for you, I have no problem giving or sharing the information.
1: That's awesome for you to offer that up um, to the audience. Um, I appreciate you for doing that because so many people are on their own pathway to success or they're already at this level. And they never want to look back. They never want to reach down and help other people. And they they almost think that hoarding the information is going to make them any more successful when it's actually the contrary. Mm
2: -hmm. Teaching,
1: educating and helping other people will only elevate you.
2: Yeah. So I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, it it is. It is. It's more than enough knowledge out there for everybody to get out there and get it. Absolutely. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Something else that I I do want for you to share is you, you talked about how. Your, your business moves forward, and you you do your planning and goal setting. Can you tell me a little little bit about how you go about doing that?
2: Um, yeah. So basically, um, in the wind down Wednesday that we have coming up um, on the nineteenth, um, what that what that one is going to be about is basically like an outline, outliner, um, project planner for the year. So we have like mm-hmm. a um what do you call those things um, a vision board, right? Okay. So like a vision board party basically, and it's going to be outlined. And so I have a whole whiteboard, um, that I have inside my office and basically for every month and I have a calendar that I have like a big, one of those big school calendars, I have yeah. posted up on the wall. So for every month, I literally outline some type of event or something that the business is going to do. Like there's, um, going to be multiple pop-up shops this year. The first one is going to be in Charlotte in March. Um, uh, like I said, we have the, the the drop, the different drops coming out quarterly and then we have the females coming. I have the launch for the, um, the swimwear coming. So basically that's what I do. And if anybody sends me anything and say, hey, you might want to be in this pop up um, for this month. If I'm available to do it, I make contact and then I put that on the calendar. I put that on the whiteboard. But definitely outlining and planning um, and going over those. It, it definitely helps keep my business in order.
1: Well, thank you for sharing. And I know that's really going to uh, help people out by staying organized and on track. Yeah. Um, there's something I always like to do in, in every episode. So this is Success Leads Clues podcast. So I like to point out a couple of clues that I noticed during our conversation that has helped you be successful and um, hopefully to help the audience uh, to be successful as well. And And one thing you talk about a lot is your discipline. Yes. And it's discipline that you use, whether it's at the gym, whether it's at work, and and different places like that. But discipline is key in everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do notice that you have a high level of leadership. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, you are a leader amongst leaders. So you're not only in an organization or that is full of leadership, but you're at the top of that uh, leadership as a chief. So, and I know leadership is important uh, to your success. And then uh, also, like you said, your vision and and goal setting uh, is very important. And then, of course, your community, your circle, like everything you talk about that's helped propel you has been your family, whether, you know, when I say family, I mean, friends or family. But that circle, that tight knit group has really helped you be successful. And um, I, I know that the people watching this episode will probably notice a lot of other clues. But I just want to point out a couple of things that I noticed.
2: Kevin, you're right. You hit him on the head. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well and just stay the afloat. Just just continue outsourcing knowledge. Like you can never ever ever learn too much, you know? Wow. Yeah. You're right. Yeah.
1: Never stop learning.
2: No, never stop learning. Never stop. Keep going.
1: Well, I know everybody is gonna love your brand the way I do. Um I can't wait to get me one of those hoodies because I haven't Man, seen that thank one. Thank you.
2: Thank you. thank you. We have the great one coming out soon, too. The great one should be um, ready to purchase at the end of this month. So I released the black suit, but now we have the great ones coming in.
1: All right. I'll be getting mine.
2: <laughs> All right.
1: But I want to <laughs> let everybody know out there. I uh, want to remind you, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Until next time on Success Leaves Clues Podcast.
2: All right.